GoneMobile.io. It's Gone Mobile. Telerik UI for Xamarin is a collection of more than 70 Xamarin forms and Xamarin wrappers. A theming mechanism with a built-in predefined theme, predefined Visual Studio item templates, MVVM support, and more. The toolset offers fast loading, excellent drawing capabilities, pixel perfection, and stunning UI, all while providing flexible customization. One C-sharp project, three native mobile apps. Release your inner .NET Ninja and create awesome cross-platform mobile apps with Telerik UI for Xamarin. For more information or to download a trial, visit Telerik.com slash Xamarin dash gone mobile. Welcome back to another episode of Gone Mobile and, and welcome to the, the first episode of 2019, I'm realizing. Uh, how are you doing this year, John? Uh, pretty good so far. I'm kind of missing, you know, the, the promised flying cars and things of the future that we expected by now, but maybe this year's the year. Uh, they haven't made it to Canada yet? <laughs> no, no, not yet. Um, how, uh, how were your uh, holidays over there? Not too bad. I actually went, uh, I go down to Florida for uh, for the Christmas holiday to visit family down there. So the weather isn't wildly different than where I am in California. It used to be a little bit of an escape from the cold coming from New York, but now it's just like California, but with more humidity. So a little less exciting of a weather change there. And it seems like this holiday, there was a trend, at least on, on my Twitter feed, that uh, most people seem to kind of actually shut down for the holiday and take a break and you know disconnect a little bit, which I happen to do myself. And you know, I, f- I think I feel a lot better for it. How, how did you find that? That's good. Yeah, I actually had a forced break coming into New Year's where I, I spent most of the, the weekend leading up to New Year's with like a nasty cold that just completely sidelined me. So my goal was to take a few days away from work and I did, but not in quite the way that I was hoping for, but it was at least a break from work. Yeah, so not too much exciting stuff, you know, to talk about tech-wise that, that we've been up to af- over the break, but, um, you know, I think we're ready to get back into it now. Yeah, and speaking of, um, we got an awesome episode lined up today. Uh, we're going to talk to we have and we have on the line uh, Leonardo Rodriguez and Diego Rivera from UX Divers. How's it going, guys? Hi, how are you doing? Great Same. to be here. Great to be Good. here. Welcome. Thanks for coming. Absolutely. So, so since we've got uh, two folks on the line on on your side, I figure it's worth a, a quick round of introductions for for each of you, um, if only to, to differentiate the voices. So. So I guess starting with uh, Leonardo, can you just kind of give a quick intro to yourself? Yeah, okay. I'm uh, Leo, uh, and uh, I'm the CTO of Divers. Uh, we, we, I'm also I'm a co-founder, and well, I have been working in the, in the tech industry for several years now. My hair can say so. <laughs> and, <laughs> Uh, and uh, mostly interested in uh, building great products. I, I love, I'm passionate about building products, building stuff. Uh, and um, I don't know. That's it. Right on. And uh, Diego? Uh, well, Diego, um, also been in the industry for, I know, more than 15 years. Um, I joined UX Divers uh, a couple of years ago, um, and I met, met Leo when we were uh, uh, working at the, at the university giving uh, lectures on computer science. Yeah. So we, we have a, an old friendship, much older than UX Divers. Yeah, actually, we, with all the guys, uh, or the co-founders of UX Divers, we have like a long history. We are friends from a long time. Yeah. 
So how long have you guys been uh, working as a team, like a, a UX divers team? How long have you guys been around for? Well, we started in May uh, 2015. So a few years now. That's the, that's, that's the date, yeah. Before that, we, as, as Leo mentioned, we, we used to work together too, but not in this endeavor. Okay, and one of the first things that I remember, you know, hearing the name UX divers from was this thing called uh, Grile Kit, or I don't know if I'm pronouncing that how you'd like, but um, that was kind of the first project <laughs> that I, I had seen from you guys. What? It, I guess that's a that's a good first <laughs> yeah. question, yeah. right? Like, how do you pronounce that? Yeah, no, nobody knows. <laughs> nobody knows. It's free. It's, it's free. <laughs> it's completely customized. <laughs> Grile is how you pronounce it. Real essentially is uh, provides like a, a, a set of beautiful summer templates, okay, for summary forms. Besides that, it's also like uh, besides those templates, it's actually provides like a rock solid theming architecture for the app, okay. We provide several themes, or you can easily customize your own in, in your app in order to, to match your brand. And also provides like a bunch of controls and resources in order to help you build uh, your app fast. Okay, a summer informs app. Okay, so essentially our users are uh, mainly devs. Okay, that and we want to help them uh, be able to build more beautiful UIs. Okay, and faster. Okay, so we provide as much as we can. In order to help them achieve that, that is real. Yeah, real. Even if they don't have access to, to a visual designer or, or they don't have expertise to do visual design, so I guess like a plug and play design for your apps. That's available. That's cool, and, that, and that's definitely uh, that's that's always a tough spot for for most developers is creating an app that doesn't just look like a demo app or something, right? That looks like a, a nice, beautiful app you'd love to to ship to the app store. Um, do either of you come from uh, any sort of design background then as well? Or like where, where did the inspiration really come from to build uh, a UI toolkit for developers? Okay, yeah, that, that, that's a good way to, to introduce what, uh, how, how UX Divers like actually was uh, formed. Yeah. So essentially at, at mid uh, or on May uh, 2015, like... Uh, a couple of friends and I have a meeting just to discuss future endeavors and what can we do. And uh, both of them are designers and both of them are co-founders. Okay? We are two devs and two, two designers, the co-founders of the type. Uh, we, we always uh, were passionate about creating products, creating things, building things. And also, we love UI. We love the UI aspect of things, and we have a, a good amount of experience there. Okay, we in the past we worked all of us in Silverlight, WPF. Uh, I, I mean, when, when we uh, start knowing uh, summary and in particular summary forms, we love the idea of being able to build using SAML cross-platform apps. Okay. So, starting that meeting, we, we initially our goal was let's build something uh, that helps a designer 
come into the workflow of, build, of building a summary forms app. Okay? But, well, avoiding too much detail, but essentially building a, a whole product, uh, a, tool, a whole tool at that point was a bit too much. So what we end up doing is, let's start by creating a, a Grail, which is a UI kit, okay? So we can do three things. First, learn, because at that point we have uh, not, not much knowledge about summary, okay? It was learned, it was being able to see if there is a market fit, or if we can build a, a business uh, f uh, on top of this platform, okay? We, because we, we didn't know that at that point. And also, uh, in order to, to, to be able to bring designers, I mean, we need to be able to build good designs in the platform. So what we do with that uh, first uh, approach to the platform was try to raise the bar of what kind of stuff we can build on top of the platform. So what we try to put is a lot of effort in building the kit. And if you remember, uh, at that point, the platform was something that it was a discussion if the platform is for prototyping, rapid prototyping, not for building like full quality apps. Uh, so we, we put our muscle in order to try to, to, to show that this, that is possible. We can do something good. Okay. And with real, I think we, 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 we achieved that. We, we, we built something that it was not very common to see in forms. Okay. It was, Really nice. We have also great feedback from the community that, that was crucial and awesome. And also from Summer itself. Okay. We, uh, we have like several uh, meetings with them at that point, uh, like analyzing, trying to go through the, the kit to see how, how, how it was built, uh, what, what, what were the pains of doing that and where the platform could help in order to be able to build that kind of quality uh, stuff more easily. Okay. Mm -hmm. So we, I mean, we, we, it, it was, it, it was a nice experience that. And, uh, well, yeah. And also the, the, the thing is that the, the summary, you, this was before, yeah. Before uh, Microsoft acquired Summary, and that, I think I, that was the first time that I was uh, part of Drivers. Yeah. Uh, we built some theme, themes for the. I think it was the last Evolve conference. Yeah. And they invite us to go there and show the products, and we we build themes for the for something new they were releasing for forms there to, to show some some work. It, it was called Summary Form Themes. Yeah. Okay. We have the, 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 the it, it, it's still in preview. It never took yeah. off. Okay, but well, essentially, what we help them is to to design uh, the, the visual aspect of those yeah. things. Okay, and yeah, as Diego mentioned, they invited us to go to Evolve. That it was awesome. I mean, the, the, that experience for us was awesome. Uh, I mean, the, the conference itself was one of a kind. Okay, we we love it. And also being able to have the opportunity to, to, to have a booth there and showcase our product, uh, both Gorilla and, and, and Real, was, was 
mind blown <laughs> for us at least. We were at that point, uh, if we do the math, we were like 10 months in, since we started. So it was incredible. It was pretty nice for us. So it sounds like you guys are obviously like super focused on the Xamarin Forms part of the Xamarin stack. And I'm, you know, uh, Grail Kit or Grail Kit doesn't work on native Android or native iOS platforms, right? It's just Forms. But, you know, what platforms does, does it actually support? Is it just Android and iOS or are there other ones? Yeah, currently it's Android and iOS. We have, uh, we go back and forward regarding UWUB. Uh, but the thing is that, uh, I mean, it was not a, a small effort, and uh, at the same time, we don't have so much uh, customers asking for it. So, essentially, what we end up doing regarding that is like doing the minimal stuff for them to be able to use real in UWP, but that's it. We, we don't uh, go up to the polishing it and having like a, a, the same kind of quality that you get in, in Android and iOS. So um, is, is this a product that's like constantly evolving? Do you keep adding new features and new um, like templates and layouts to it? Um, like how, how frequently is this updated? So we <clears throat> we are uh, adding stuff. Yeah, is 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 something that we do regularly. Uh, we uh, actually what 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 we are right now. Uh, we started like uh, having one version that was in September uh, two thousand uh, two thousand. Uh, 15, as I, uh, as I mentioned, that was the first version. Then we, we, we added stuff in the middle, okay? We have several versions, adding templates, adding features, adding a, a, little of a little bit of controls also. And then we have like some major version where we add like ton of new stuff, okay? That is Grail 2. That, that, that was a, a huge uh, version, okay? In, in the history, we have the first version, then we have Grail 2 that is Add a lot of tons of other templates and uh, controls and stuff. Then we have a, like we move to a, a, a doing a, a right to left version of Real. Uh, <coughs> sorry, that that was uh, far before RTL was supporting forms. Yes. Uh, and uh, right now we are about to release uh, Real three, which which. Uh, has a tons of new stuff. Yeah, we can also discuss that if you want. Yeah, for sure. I, we should get into to everything. I'm kind of curious too. Going, you mentioned having a lot of meetings with with folks over at Xamarin, and as you were building these out, and, and a lot of involvement there, uh, which made me wonder if, if the sort of open sourcing of a lot of these things over the last, um, you know, the, a lot of this stuff was was more closed source then when you when you started this than it is mm -hmm. now. And I'm I'm curious if that. Uh, if that helped you all as you were building this product in the, the later stages, as it became a li little more open, or if it made no difference from, from your perspective? or Yeah, I think it, it did. Uh, it's, it's easier now to have a goal if you if something uh, if you don't know how something works, or the faster thing to do is to go to GitHub and see the code. It's a huge differentiator. It's great for the platform to be open. No yeah. doubt about it. 
especially if you are talking about custom renders, right? Yes. So <laughs> if you need that's to, that's part to, of where my head yeah. is at. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you yeah. need to know the the, the, the details. Is, is, is a good thing, yeah, yeah. for sure. Yeah, the fine tuning. I mean, the fine tuning the, the UI. Always, no matter no matter where, it always takes a lot of work. So having that code there is. So what kind of um, designs and templates and stuff are we talking about? Like, what are the, what do you think like the top three uh, templates or designs are that get used out of this kit? Well, there are, there are multiple, um, I mean, it's, it's like organizing categories. And there are things more general, like forms and stuff like that. But there are more focused, like uh, social or uh, articles. It could be articles or blog posts or whatever thing you can kind of information that you want to see there. And we also have e-commerce as a, an important uh, domain, if you will. And, um, and there, are, there are others in, in this in the version that we are about to, to release. We include um, a new concept that we call trial uh, flows, which are like a um, uh, small sample apps, like uh, five, six screens related together, and that you can take and customize. And one is for e-commerce. There's other that is like kind of um, like a Netflix application that you can use for movies or, or something else, like a catalog, a visual catalog with those animations and ratings and stuff like that. Um, then we have. Uh, Something in Real Dress we also have a, a new set of, of templates and, and a flow that is used for data, data visualization. We included a, a data grid um, in, in Real Dress, we included a data grid control uh, from us. We integrated uh, microcharts from, uh, from Royce and Daniel. Uh, we build um, simple wrappers so you can consume that from Saml and bind that to your your models. Um, so what, there are many things. Yeah, one thing that is important to to, to know about how, how what do you get when you you are using Gradle is that uh, what what we provide essentially is. Uh, you can download a full solution, okay, mm -hmm. with all the SAML for those templates, those flows, those uh, each view, each everything, okay, that you can, uh, as a dev, choose how to use it, okay. You can take one template, you can take a view, you can take a piece of the stuff that is there, you can use the theming architecture, you can use the controls, you can, I mean, you have the option to, to to do all of those, all of that, okay, it's very flexible in that regard. Okay, so essentially, we when you purchase Real, you, you have access to a site where you can customize and build your own version of Real with, with, with your namespace, with your app name, all that stuff. So you can like use it just like a starter project to build your app faster. Okay, mm -hmm. so regarding that is where all, all that stuff that Diego mentioned, you can like. Uh, choose and do the puzzle of how to build your app using that. Interesting. Yeah, the, the customization points is is actually where where I was about to to touch on. So, so that's a pretty good segue. Where if I was understanding some of what you were saying and, and going back to to what you mentioned around the the flows feature and stuff, it sounds like it's more about presenting 
you know, almost like mini samples that people can kind of pick and choose things from rather than it is, you know, here's a, a flow being a component that you plug in, yes. like a plug and play sort of thing. It's a, here's how you might compose these di different pieces of Grial together in your app and take and, you know, pick and choose what works for you and what doesn't. Exactly. That's how it is. In, in this new, in this new in the version that it's about, about to release, we, we try to simplify the customization aspects of Grail. And one, on one side we have Gorilla, that is uh, the, the, the tool that supports uh, doing any customization in the, in the sample that we deliver. And that's why it's very, very important piece of technology for us, for our customers to, to go and open, use the, the Grail solution and do whatever they need the summon very easily. Uh, and as all the, the templates and pages are 100% summon, even animations, the charts, as you mentioned, everything is summon. You can preview everything instantly in Gorilla, and it's very it's very playful if you start working with that. It's a, a very nice experience. And on the other hand, in the, the, in the customization side, we, we extended this uh, website where you Take your, your your application. You previously you, you you put the name, the namespace, and stuff like that to customize the solution. Uh, currently, we went a step further with that, and you can all, or not only do that, but do simple things like put your application icon, define your splash screen, and it's done automatically. You don't need to go to either story or anything like that. Um, you can pick which screens. Uh, you want to include the, the application. If you want more, you download them later, and that's okay, of course. And you can also um, customize the, the, the theme, the visual theme. You start from one of our, our, our themes. We have, uh, uh, I think we have five, five now. Some are light, some are dark, some are plain, some are gradients. And you start with, with the one you like, you customize that in the, on the website. And when you have your solution, you have your own theme with the icon, the colors, your screens, and you take Gorilla and you uh, do the, the, uh, the small things that you need to do to, in the screens to adjust them. So that's more or less the workflow that we provide uh, in Red. And we, we... What, what you download, the summons you download are <coughs> MBVM uh, agnostic, okay? But they are, all the bindings are set, okay? You essentially need to change what you need and uh, provide the data, uh, your data, in order to be able to use those templates. Yeah. And, and are, you, are you guys doing anything with the, um, the Xamarin forms, the shell spec stuff? Does that play into your solution at all? Will you be using that in the future to kind of drive new templates for people that use the shell spec? Yes, yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure. We, we, it's not um, there yet, but yeah, we plan to, that, to give you some options when the, 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 in the solution that you download to use the shell if you want and structure the, the navigation on top of that, of course. It's great. I mean, it's, it's going to be the future, so we will support that. For sure. Yeah, it seems like a nice, nice fit for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah for sure. So, yeah. So you mentioned in passing a couple of times the the other product that that's definitely on our list of stuff to cover here, which mm -hmm. is Gorilla Player. Um, and it sounds like 
Uh, I mean, for one, it's just something that, you know, it'd be great to dig into and, and understand what it is, but it sounds like it really plays well with the, the Grial side of things too. Yeah. So are these kind of like two sides of the same productivity coin? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So we, we can give you also a, a little bit of history there in, in the sense that how Gorilla was, was built, oh, sorry, uh, how Gorilla was, was conceived and built. Uh, uh, essentially, what, 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 as, as we said, we, we started with Real, uh, and when we initially planned on building Real, we said, okay, let, let's try to do this in three weeks, a month or so. And finally, it ended up uh, taking us a lot of more time because when we planned that, we didn't know the, how the platform works and uh, the, the issues that we have there. And especially for, for uh, at that point, as, as I mentioned, we, we were uh, two designers and one dev, okay, building that. And uh, for the designers, being able to work with, uh, with forms at that point, it was very, very, very painful, okay? So, well, but we, we actually, we, we build it, okay? We build Real. But at the same time, while we were right, working on Real, uh, we have a meeting with uh, Daniel Casulino, you know? He's from Samarin, he's in Buenos Aires. And, and he, the, the meeting was about another thing. It, it, it was not related to Real or anything because we, we were just like start playing in that field. But he, he showed us uh, one thing that he was playing, uh, working on. It was like a POC, a proof of concept that, that was, it was called dynamic forms or something like that, okay, where he, he, he plays with loading SAML uh, on the runtime, okay, and being able to, like, do a simple preview of something, okay, of, of a page that you have uh, in your solution, okay, he had a plugin from Visual Studio, it, it was there, but it was more like a, a pocket, it supports, like, few scenarios and well when we show we saw that we say okay that, that is awesome it would be great to be able to have something and we start working in building an internal tool for us just to to to, to help uh, and improve productivity okay and uh, well as that it starts not as gorilla but as an internal tool okay that we work on top of it in order to, to be able to, to move faster and it ends up being like really helpful for us. Okay, so at uh, at some point we 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 decided to 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 make it public. Okay, and we talked with Jason at that point, and uh, he, he also supports us. That he loves the tool, <coughs> and <coughs> sorry, and. Uh, we end up uh, open up the first beta of Gorilla, like it was 2015 too. It was uh, in December 2015, and it was the first reviewer of, 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 of the, the, the first of its kind. Okay, it was the the, the summer reviewer uh, was released at the end of 2015, if I don't, if I remember correctly, but. So, <clears throat> for us, it was awesome, 
and we feel that we can like uh, if it helps us, it will help our people too. So we that is when we we, we created and and give birth to Gorilla, and they, that that's more or less the, the story behind it. So how exactly does it work? Like, do I, you know, I install Gorilla Player, I fire up my code, um, I open a XAML view, and then like, what? How do I start previewing that? Yeah. So <clears throat> uh, essentially, <coughs> sorry, the 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 goal of the tool is be able to create very fast a new XAML file that you are envisioning. Okay. Is our target users within UX drivers and <coughs> our designers, and essentially what you can do is, if you have a solution that a working solution that you build on your own, completely on your own, probably if you start uh, pre previewing it with Gorilla, you will not see everything, okay? Because you don't build it using Gorilla, because there are several things that you that must to be taken into account. For Gorilla. First of all, we are only focus, focusing on SAML. Okay, we allow you to use custom renders, custom controls, converter, blah, 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 everything of that. <coughs> but we are not uh, playing, we are not taking into account for the preview your, your, your code that you, you may have in the code behind, for example. Okay, because uh, as I said, and uh, Gorilla was built in order to help a designer build a UI and they work mainly in the summer side and they don't need that much to go into the code behind. Okay, So essentially if you have, in the case of Grial for example, uh, when you open Grial it's essentially what you said. Okay, You download, you set Gorilla, you open Grial, you you have an add-in, you double-click on a page, and you will be able to preview it in, in, in your simulator, in your devices, several at the same time, <coughs> That, that which is a, also a, a key feature for us, in the sense that in order to design and have a well-polished app, we need to be able to preview it in Android, iOS, different orientation, different things, different setups of the devices, okay? So th that's why that's a, 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 Important feature for us, and uh, but if you open any solution, the, the main thing that you it, it will not be there is that in order to be able to render almost any sample file, you need that data. Okay, and we, as as I said, we don't uh, uh, take into account what you have in your code behind. We provide sample data just through JSON files. And if you don't have that in your solution, you will not have data and you will not see stuff. Okay? But essentially, as a tool in order to be able to quickly craft some cool sample files, awesome sample files, fast, and being able to preview it in different devices with localization, with different uh, things that are crucial. Uh, and if you are starting from scratch, it's like an awesome, it's awesome. It's what where Gorilla shines. That's it. Yeah, and we and we with Rail, for instance, we have a sample data for everything, of course. So if you open any Rail page, you see everything, and 
and that helps if you want me to customize something there. But yeah. Because also for in order to, to start working with, with, with data, uh, having it in, in a JSON format, okay, if you are like creating a, a new view, it's much easier to play with the data. Okay, change the shape, uh, copy paste pieces of data. So you, you and those JSON files essentially mimic your view model. So you can like control everything there, not just the data, also the state part of the view model can also mimic through JSON data there. And it's something that for us is like very agent, 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 fast. Yeah. Actually, <coughs> we, we use it, we also provide consulting services, okay? And we also deliver that, that, that same experiences in those consulting services, in the sense that what, what we, we, Get into a project, we essentially build the sample of all those screens that they need. We provide the sample, sample data for those screens and we deliver to them the sample files ready for them to be able to plug the new models and start working with it. Okay, so they don't have to uh, like build the UI from scratch. Okay, we help them building it. We can, we can design it and build it very fast and very beautifully <laughs> uh, and we we with gorilla <clears throat> we can like provide the full experience for a dev to take over and plug the new models and start working that's awesome so let me i'm going to see if i can i can distill that to to make sure i'm i'm understanding some of those different pieces correctly so um, it sounds like you kind of fire up gorilla alongside your your app um, you know while you have the the solution open um, you know, you'll be doing kind of one XAML page at a time there. And then you have that JSON file that would be kind of in your solution side by side. Um, I'm guessing named sort of in line with the, the XAML file. And then does that contain a, a JSON representation of basically whatever the data context would be plugged in behind the scenes for that page? Actually, it's one file that is called Design Time Data. JSON okay. is in the, in the root and uh, each uh, node in the in the JSON file, it has the name of the XAML file, and that's it. Because we have, actually, we have a like, feature like global sample data. Yeah. We have uh, been able to reference objects within the, the JSON file, things that helps you like build yeah. sample data faster also. Yeah. Okay. So we have one sample data to rule them all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, makes, that actually, makes a lot of sense. Actually, it's one per culture. Yeah. It's supposed different languages, but yeah, but yeah it's essentially one. Because I don't think that 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 we 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 work also in, in, in Gorilla and also because that that thing is because of real is that when we add right to left support for 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 real we 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 are actually build a, a very good experience in order to be able to localize besides of changing the orientation of the right. We need to change the, the text and translate the app, okay? And for that, Gorilla also helps a lot because you can like preview in one, dev in one device, in one culture, and in the other one, in another culture, and have sample data that we can interchange, okay, easily. And that that is another thing that that Gorilla helps. So please go on with, uh, with this style of. Yeah, that, that, that makes a lot of sense. So then, um, 
you know, does it automatically detect any updates in that JSON file and reflect those over in the, the Gorilla Player side again to, to have that sort of continuous iteration and um, nice hot path there? Yeah, 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 sure. Of course. Cool. Um, and then the other thing I, th I think you mentioned, um, and I, I just want to clarify, is it sounds like you can have multiple devices sort of running through Gorilla at a time. So could you have, in theory, you know, like five devices in front of you with different you know, one is iOS, a couple Android, different orientations, different cultures, like you mentioned, um, and you're just kind of making changes to the templates or the the backing data, and you just see it reflected in, in all of these in front of you. Yeah. Yes, that that's actually the culture is something that you can like uh, set independently on each device. Okay, so you can have. I mean, the goal is always the same: is I need to polish uh, UI, and for that I need to see it in the different variation that my app could exist on. And we, we, that is the problem we, we are trying to solve, and help the, the, the dev or the designer that's working on, on the SAML to build it as fast as possible. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, that, that's great for, for developing any application, but I can see why that would be particularly of interest if you're doing uh, something like Grial, where you want to make sure you have to, by definition, you have to see how something renders on you know, a thousand devices, right? Yeah. Yeah, we, we have more than 200 uh, SAML files in Rail, so it's hard to maintain, and without that, it would be almost impossible. So what's the best way for somebody who's new to Gorilla Player to go get started right now? Uh, recently, we, we, we created a, a blog post <coughs> and that, that was published in the, in the, in the summary blog, and there it explains essentially uh, the, the best way of, of, of using it. There is a, a feature that we release in Gorilla 1.5 that is called Gorilla Autoconfig that allows you, essentially you, uh, besides installing Gorilla, you, you just need to add a, a, a new package to your solution and you are good to go to, to start using it. And... Uh, uh, I think that the best way of, 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 of start working and understanding how Gorilla works, because essentially we have a, a lot of users that get frustrated because, as I said, I start Gorilla, I open my solution, I want to preview this file, oh, I don't see any. But that is mainly because of the data. Okay? We have warnings, we have like stuff that says, okay, the sample data is missing or there is some sort of issue there. But let, let's face it, most of us don't read all that stuff. <laughs> we want the thing to work, just work, okay? So in, in that case, uh, I mean, we, it's not the best story or where Gorilla is shine. So uh, my suggestion in order to understand where Gorilla can help is to start working with a solution like the one what, that we built for the, for that blog post and play with it and in order to get how and, and understand how it works and how can it helps in my development cycles. And uh, after that, you, it's very easy. It's, it's not like nothing very strange that what you need to do. But in that blog post, is the, the, the steps in order to start using it are very clear, I think, and up to date. 
Awesome. And, and obviously, you know, you guys over at UX Divers are, you're a business. So I assume you, at some point along the line, you, you want to make money off some of this stuff. So like, what is the, the pricing story around uh, these two products? Okay. Okay. For, for currently Gorilla 3. Okay. Just free, completely free. And it's just that. Uh, the, in the case of Real, is uh, we charge it per app. Okay, if you want to to, to create an app, you can just pay a license. We have like two licenses mainly. Actually, we have three licenses. Okay, which is a standard uh, pro license and uh, a pro license with right to left support. Okay. <coughs> And uh, uh, and essentially, uh, well, the, the Pro has a lot of tons more features than the standard, and the RTL version is just the Pro with RTL support. <coughs> and uh, and as, as I said, we charge per app, so you buy, you pay that fee, and you will be able to use it for forever for that app. Okay, yes. and if you are planning to build another app, uh, you you should pay another license. Okay, it's a, it's a, a cross platform application, right? It's yeah. Like yeah, iOS, Android, and if you need uh, Windows Universal, whatever, we don't support it, but you can work around that. As Leo mentioned, it's one license. And Gorilla is free, and it's uh, the tool that, uh, as we said, it's uh, very important for the workflow of Gorilla users. And it's good for us for awareness too. Uh, so we don't charge for that. Uh, uh, let's see. Awesome. Sounds like a pretty good deal. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> you guys, you, you mentioned um, that there's a new release of Grial coming out. Uh, other than that, mm -hmm. are there any, you know, are there anything else planned that you can talk about that's uh, interesting in the next coming while? Well, we, we, we mentioned before that, that we try to improve the customization story on top of Grail, like uh, build your own visual theme and choose your screens and, and things along those lines. We want to go deeper in, in that path. We want to make it uh, easier to customize even uh, each screen or each template, uh, the solution that you get. And, maybe syncing stuff with a, the application that you have in, in a website register with all your configuration. So that that's that's one path that we started now with Rail 3 and the idea is to to go further with that and make it easier. Still we are discussing I mean what feature goes in, in 3.1 along those lines but, but but it's going to be it's going to be our focus. I mean um, we we have uh, interviews with customers from time to time. We try to go to people using Rail, people that success or has already had an application in the stores, or people that bought Rail one week ago. So try to see different points of views, um, and and that's an important thing that we get from from those interviews. So we are trying to to go there. Um, um, and then, yeah, we have a few other ideas, but I'm more uh, 
need validation uh, still. It's always we we try to. I mean, our, our product side of the business is is uh, summarizing oriented uh, fully. So we we have some of the ideas that we're discussing around the platform. Uh, but but yeah, mostly the, the, what what's coming next probably will be the that that customization story, uh, rich customization story, right? Awesome. Well, I, before we wrap, is there anything, whether it's related to, to Grial, Gorilla, anything else that, that we should have touched on and didn't before we, we wrap up here? Mm, no, I don't know. I think we cover pretty much everything. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Uh, we, we, are, we will be releasing this hopefully next week. So, very free. So, stay tuned. And it will be awesome. We are very happy with the results. At least we have a, a very good uh, feedback so far by David, and uh, he, he also presents part of the stuff that, that is included in Grail 3 in, in some conferences. Mm -hmm. uh, we, we are excited to, 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 yes. to give Awesome. It. Well, well, good luck with the launch, guys, and we really appreciate <laughs> you, you coming much. on the show. It's been awesome to chat. Thank you for having us, and it's a pleasure. And I hope we can meet in person at some conference. Yeah. It would be awesome. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and thanks as always to everyone for listening. Happy New Year from Gone Mobile, and we'll see you next time. <laughs>